0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Alcoholics Unanimous. I'm Josh. I'm an alcoholic, um, an addict. And uh, today, I'm also feeling manic. Woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Um, it's just one of those days for me. Um, as well as being an addict and as well as being an alcoholic, I also am undiagnosed but pretty certain I have uh, bipolar depression. Um, So what does that mean? Episodes of pretty bad depression and episodes of pretty manic feelings. Um, It's not necessarily good or positive. Um, It's just full on intensity. Um and that's what I was going through this morning. Um woke up 6:30 ready to go fight somebody, fight everybody. And that's just not good. Um started out from a dream I was having um which was a borderline using dream but not I didn't use in the dream. Um uh but it was uh in the vein of I don't know if you guys remember this uh show, but storage wars, where um that guy Dave would be like, Yup uh betting on stuff or, or uh bidding on on storage lockers. See hopefully they get something. Um for some reason in my dream we were doing this. I don't know why. No no idea. Um But in my dream, there was somebody behind me um, in this line that we were in uh, to, I think, view the next locker. Um, Actually, no, it was some check-in thing. Um, And there was cops there. um, And the guy behind me in line goes, smoke weed? I was like, no, I don't smoke weed. And then when he got to the front, he had had one... uh, like a vitamin bottle, but that was filled with some kind of pills. I'm not sure what it was, but it was just pills in there. Um, And the other one was a weed container. And when we get up to the front, he goes, hey, hold on to these for me. Um, You know, give me these back when – get get these back to me when we're out through the line. I told him no. I was like, no, it's on you, bro. He left them anyways. Um, And – So I get through the line, check in, and, um, you know, they they let me go. And there was those two containers on the counter, and the cop looked at one of them, um, and it was the pill bottle, and he took that, and he just threw it in the trash. Didn't say anything, didn't look at it, didn't acknowledge it, really just threw it in the trash. Um, And then... Um I saw that I didn't say anything in the dream. Um I just kind of let it go. And then I swooped up the, the other guy's the uh, weed container and I walked over to him and I was like, Hey, the the boys took the uh the pill bottle. Um, I got this for you. And he goes, Well that you owe me. You owe me he called it sugar. <laughs> I don't think it wasn't cocaine though. Uh, he's like, You owe me for the sugar, and I was like, The hell I do. That's on you, bro. I told you no. I told you I do not want any part of that. And um, so we kind of got into like a, a verbal altercation. And then we started to um, kind of get physical. And then I woke up. Um, and every single time when I have a dream, I wake up just drenched in sweat. Um, head, you know, head to toe drenched could be a good dream could be a bad dream could be whatever and um and i'll just be drenched in sweat and it's just freaking annoying <clears throat> especially when you got to change your uh and wash your sheets every damn time and i literally just washed them yesterday so that freaking sucked um so guess what's in the uh, washer and dryer right now but anyways um woke up and on top of this, I guess I've been having some sleeping problems. Um, I'm only like twenty, twenty-two 22 or 23 days completely clean and sober. So, um, I guess it's expected that my, my sleep patterns would be all messed up. Um, so anyways, I woke up and I knew I was supposed to, um, have a, um, a, uh, an appointment with my clinician, um, one of my doctors who is not specified for um, really anything other than kind of helping you get over these these hurdles of when you first get clean um, because your body's changing, your body's trying to adapt to what's going on inside, um, you know, the new chemical um, makeup that it now has and what, what basically, um, you know, your body's just trying to adapt and figure it out. So, Um, weed has been my sleep aid for years and on last, you know, two and a half, three weeks, um, three weeks, I haven't had it. And so that has been messing me up. Um, a few nights ago, I just didn't sleep at all. Just ran the clock in circles, um, stayed up till, that's not true. I actually did get about two hours of sleep, um, from 8 a.m. to about 10 a.m., um, I got a short nap in, but I set an alarm to wake myself up at, at that time. Cause I just knew like, pfft, if I started, if I fell asleep then and slept a whole, you know, six to eight hours, um, it's not going to be good for me <laughs> coming off of that. Um, so I just, um, fought through it and, you know, did the rest of that day. I felt okay, you know, otherwise, um, but but still, yeah, I just was, you know, um, kind of messed up from that. So I've been trying really hard to to get my sleep pattern back to some sort of normal. Um, anyway, so yeah, I uh, woke up, you know, a couple hours early for my my appointment that I was supposed to have, which was at eight thirty this morning. Um, you know, turned on uh, turned on the TV when I woke up. <clears throat> And, uh, just kind of watched some, some things and nodded off a little bit. Um, and then, you know, my appointment happened, um, kind of just went over some of the, some of the things that I had been, I've been feeling, Hey, you know, the sleep has been my biggest thing that's, that's messing with me right now. Uh, I got a job starting on Monday, so I'm going to, it's in person, (laughs) I'm gonna have to go into the office. I've been working remote for the last um, two years now, a little over two years. So I've gotten accustomed to that life, and you know, waking up five minutes before I have to go to work, um, you know, smoking weed the entire time, and then um, and then uh, going to sleep, and and just kind of repeating that that process. So um, it's not something that I really thought about that much, um, you know, that my sleep, I, that I wasn't getting that great of sleep. Um, so throughout this last couple of, uh, weeks that I've been clean and sober, it's just been uh, a battle, uh, to say the least. So anyways, I talked to her, uh, to the clinician and she suggested, um, I still, uh, take some gabapentin, which I had stopped, um, Cause you know, it was mostly for the, the cravings, but I didn't want to kind of abuse it or just become reliant on it. So I had stopped that about a week ago, week and a half ago. Um, and, uh, so she was like, yeah, you know, let's, let's get back on it for the, for the sleep. If you don't need it for the daytime, for the cravings, great. You don't need it. Um, and so. That's my plan I guess we'll see how that goes just talked to her today I picked up my prescription today um, so we'll see we'll see how that goes I guess I'll keep you posted um, next week um, how things are going <laughs> also got to figure out like how I'm gonna s- be recording this podcast because um, it's uh, basically uh, 7:30, 8 a 7:38 a.m. to 6 p.m will be my kind of, uh, lifespan driving, you know, commute time included. Um, so I gotta just figure it out. Um, ultimately that's just another kind of excuse to, uh, um, towards this. So I'm I'm not going to, uh, let that get in the way. Um, you know, I'll get home, be able to record, um, in the evening as long as I have my setup already here and good to go. It's kind of, it's all I need. Um, so anyways, woke up feeling like that. did my, um, my appointment, <clears throat> went to the gym, um, and tried to kind of bang out some of this energy, uh, <laughs> to say the least. Um, got a decent workout in. I was feeling, I'm feeling some gains, um, as far as my endurance, um, you know, my leg strength I've been doing. Um, the bike stationary bike, I love the stationary bike. the, uh, not the ones with all the fancy incline, this and that. I just like the hand crank resistance, um, one because that one goes backwards and pff, I'll tell you what, if you haven't done it, I dare you to try, Um uh, warm up, you know, do about five minutes regular and the resistance that's comfortable for you. And then definitely crank it down a little bit with the resistance and go in reverse your legs will be burning instantly and you'll be like, What the hell is going on? Um and i have I've heard it helps a lot with your knees and um and everything like that and um, kind of those stabilizer muscle muscles and um I've definitely noticed it, like even just going up and down the stairs at my on my apartment complex here, um I feel it. I feel kinda like, ooh, you know, that's nice. Um I'm just more pepping my step. Um so anyways. Hammered it out at the gym. Uh after I did the bike, I did uh um what did I do? I did chest and tries today and some Bulgarian squats just randomly. Um those are always fun. Those ones kinda get those same muscle groups. I'm really trying to work on on that. Um <clears throat> so I got yeah. I did that. Um Oh, also had some coffee this morning too, which I probably shouldn't have. I woke up with plenty of energy. Had two cups of coffee, um, more like one and a half cups. I never usually finish the second one, um, but yeah. Anyways, went through that. Um, the whole time, kind of was feeling a little amped and a little crazy. Um, but then, after I did my workout, I went to go get to um, go get some food, go get a little bit of breakfast um and this is all probably by 11am that i'm getting breakfast place my order um it's just like these little when, when i'm in these weird states it's just like these little things just just piss me the hell off um and one of them was the guy brought out two orders um for me while i was waiting um that were not mine and uh, you know, so I got something simple. It's like just a bagel, uh, you know, ham, ham, Sando with some eggs, some cheese. Yeah, I mean, I got some of that. Um, but he comes out with this like burger. I'm like, hey, that's that's not what I ordered. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 this is somebody else's. Um, not a big deal. Just like, ah, you know, I just ordered, you know, ah, whatever. People forget things. I'm not I'm not mad at him. But then he comes up to me again with another order. um, That was just a salad, and I was like, "Hey, no, I got a breakfast bagel, a ham sandwich, whatever, whatever you want to call it." And that's what I started to get irked. And it's just stupid, stupid little things like that. um, That first, you know, it's just like, why don't you understand? Um, but it's, you know, that's not helpful. That's not helpful to myself. First of all, cause I'm getting all worked up and crazy about something that doesn't even really make a difference. Doesn't even matter. Doesn't, I mean, it doesn't affect my day other than I have to tell this guy twice, which took up probably 15 seconds of my day to be like, Oh, Hey man, I didn't order this. Remember I, I got the ham, I got the ham sandwich on the everything bagel. Oh, you're right. My bad. Um, but when I'm in these kind of magmatic like manic states, it's just you know, the mind spiraling, just going. Um, and then I am start looking around like, you know, the, the people after me get their order, uh, are they eating yet? You know, it uh, just start. It's like it feels like the universe is against me, which is silly. Um, but this is how, how it feels sometimes. Um, so... Anyways, got my food, came back home, ate that, Um, uh, went to, and then hopped in the car after I finished that, went to the pharmacy. On my way to the pharmacy, it's just like... You know, I think I honestly think this is true, but I think throughout the pandemic, people got worse at driving and just just cutting in and out. And it's just annoying. And I live in the SoCal area, Long Beach specifically. Y'all some crazy drivers, Okay, There could be this much space and you're coming in. Not safe for you. Sorry, you're not coming in, but you'll make it happen. And uh, that pisses me off. (laughs) again why why does it make me mad why is it something that i'm just like it shouldn't it really shouldn't it's it's such a silly thing to be upset about plus for driving it's dangerous already you know your your senses are already heightened you're going uh faster than you know you, you go in everyday life and you're in a car and it's dangerous and there's people walking around and bikes driving and motorcycles, this, and you, I mean, you never know when a tweaker is going to jump out from behind a car out here. So um, you just got to be on the lookout. And so your sense is already heightened. I think that's probably why it it just upsets me when these things are happening. I'm like, <laughs> but anyways, get to the pharmacy and I know what you're thinking now. Well, Josh, there's probably a short line for you there, isn't there? Nope. No short line. Not at all. It was the deepest line I've ever seen at the pharmacy. Um. <laughs> and so at that point I gave in. I was just like, "Man, this is not working for me to be have expectations." Um, that's what I was doing. I feel like I was having expectations. Um, so I just gave in. I was like, you know what? This is a perfect time to get caught up on some Pokemon Go. Pop it open. Oh, there's some new tasks to do. I got to catch a bunch of Bulbasaurs, Charmanders, Squirtles, whatnot. Things like that. Um, also, shout out to the OG 150 Pokemon. I mean, it's just simply the best. Can't beat them. Um, and lo and behold, as I'm playing, this line is moving. It's moving quick. Boom, 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 boom. Um, and so I get up to the front, the the pharmacist, and um, I'm just like, man, Thursday's a spot to be around here. Um, you know, I, and, you know, she starts laughing, and I'm like, I appreciate you, you guys working through so quickly. It really, really kind of turned my day around. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I hope you continue to have a good day. And it just kind of made me feel good. And I, you know, stopped and just had that moment of like, Hey, some appreciation here. I'm alive. Things are great. Um, I'm, I'm doing a lot to help myself and support myself and, um, take things in the right direction. So, um, I took that moment to like appreciate and, uh, um, so kind of reset a little bit, um, what I was, what I was feeling. Um, on the drive back, I really tried my best to be patient. Tried to put on some some music that um, that um, I, you know some some calming music. Um, I'm a big reggae fan, um, and I mean I like all I like all music, um, but reggae kind of has a special place in my heart. It's so it's so warm and inviting. Problem is they talk about weed all. every every song all day long it's just weed 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 so sometimes i'm just like all right bro um but i found you know a couple songs um that i like that uh and there's just one specifically it's called lost in the cold um it's not really even a reggae song it's more like ska um it's called lost in the cold it's by uh twiddle I think T-W-I-D-D-L-E I I think that's how you say it Um, And And it's a It's a song that speaks to me I I do feel like it's um, Around addiction I I don't know I haven't really looked up um, The meaning behind the song Or if there's anything Any information out there It's kind of a smaller band But um, shout out to y'all Because I really connect with that song Um, starts off, he says, like, I'm, I'm lost and I don't, and I can't seem to find my way home. Um, and then he's just talking about like this thing, he never says what it is, but he says this thing is like taking him away from, um, his family, his friends, his abilities to do anything, which for me, it's like, you know, that's addiction. That's what alcohol did for me. Um, so I really I really connect with with that song and I put that on and played it a couple times like repeated it whatnot um, and I noticed that i've I started to feel like kind of sad um, which honestly might have been a little bit of a key to how I'm feeling now throughout the day which is a lot better um, but it kind of counteracted that manic like go 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 i'm right the world is wrong fuck everybody you know that feeling that i had it kind of like counteracted that and just allowed me to um i don't know it just it brought me back to earth a little bit um humbled me in a way um so i don't know if it uh if that's the healthiest way of dealing with things, um, I've heard from a few counselors and a few people, it's like, you know, avoid those things that make you sad and avoid those things. But it's like, for me, I think that actually helped. Because um, there's like, when you're in this manic state, it's like I said earlier, it's not really happiness. Um, it's not like Jim Carrey, where his mania is just, <laughs> It's not that for me. Um, The manic, the mania part is, is just whatever it is, it's full board. It could be that, but it also could be anger. Um, It could, you know, determination sometimes. Um, And it just takes over and feel like I'm, I'm not me. That's when I feel like the least, the, the least amount of me I feel is in those stages. Um, so when I did listen, you know, listen to those songs, I kind of noticed that like, Oh, maybe, maybe this is a little bit of how you, how you fight it off. You kind of have to sprinkle in some of the, some of the stuff that brings you down almost (laughs) and not, it doesn't bring me down. It just helped. It just kind of struck me in that way. Um, but it also, I think what it does is it has that connection feeling, um, you know, it's like, okay, somebody else has felt, uh, the way I feel sometimes. And it just kind of made me, you know, brought me back down to to earth in a way. Um, so anyways, um, that was a weird kind of thing that I, I took from today. Um, um, so we'll see. I mean, maybe if I feel kind of this way in the future, you know, I'll try that. There's some some movies and and whatnot too that I, I have in mind that kinda make me feel the similar way. Um, a lot of songs that make me feel that way. Um there's a few twenty one Pilots songs that um are really kinda right on the money for me as far as like I think he's talking about addiction. Um so um anyways, um got back here. Um I haven't taken any gabapentin yet cuz she she did say it it would help with um just that anxiety that I'm feeling just kind of well smooth out the edges basically. It's a good way to describe it. Um I did not want to feel that yet. Um just kind of see what I can do on my own um for this and now that I have you know a, a much keener awareness of what's going on. Um and, you know, I guess I got to pat myself on the back a little bit because I do feel proud of myself for kind of recognizing how I was feeling and, and trying different things to get myself out of it. And, um, you know, I did, I did, um, I got out of it. I, I you know, for the most part, I guess how I'm feeling now, um, because once I got back, sorry, just burped. <laughs> Once I got back, I uh, took a shower, kind of just relaxed for a couple minutes and then started setting all this up, get the podcast going again, record another episode um, because that's that's something I want to do. I want to uh, – I really want to keep this going um, and even just in the last whatever it's been – 20 minutes or so, 25 minutes, um, that we've been, that I, that we've been talking. Aw. Um, I, I've kind of been able to just talk about it. Um, and literally that was only half of a day so far. Um, it's just, wow, that's pretty funny. I didn't think about that. I just spent 20 minutes talking about half of a day, um, that I'm still in. um, but it's really helped. So, um, that's pretty cool. But anyways, I, yeah, I just, when it comes to this, like, I guess for me too, it's like, it's, it's hard to even trust my own feelings sometimes. Um, because you know, if, either I'm kind of depressed or I'm super manic. So I, it's, it's like, I don't, it's hard to say like what I really want sometimes. And you know, honestly, I don't know what I want sometimes. And um, you know, what I, what I'm feeling can be kind of mysterious to me. Um, so, you know, I just kind of been focusing, right. I've been writing some stuff down in a journal, um, just trying to keep like a scientific record of, okay, this is how I feel today. You know, this is how I feel, you know, right now, this is how something happened and I, it affected me. Um, and my plan is to go back and kind of uh, maybe once a month, just go back and read them and see like what I, th- what I think about what I thought, um, you know, was it stupid? Was it right on point? Um, has my view evolved? Um, have I done anything about it? And probably most importantly, uh, as we talked about last week, um, you know, it's like the, the, what happened and what did it cause me to do or feel or what actions did it cause from me? Um, and this is just, I guess, another way of doing that for myself that I can kind of sit back and, and, you know, just look at it and be like, okay, this makes sense. Why, um, this makes sense. Why I felt this way at that time. Um, you know, maybe I had a similar thing happen to me, um, at this, you know, later on the road, three weeks later, I'm like, oh, let me, That looks like something from three weeks ago. Maybe I'll start seeing some trends. Maybe I'll start noticing some stuff like that. It's hard to say. I just kind of started it um, in all seriousness um, not too long ago. So um, it'll be a waiting game at this point as far as any analysis I can get from it. And honestly, I don't even want to read it if it's too fresh because then it might might trigger something to go back to that way of thinking. I want to get back to it once I'm, like, removed from from it. It's like when I used to make uh, beats. Um, I used to, I used to rap, um, too. I haven't done it in a while, but, um, it was like a weird thing where it's like, I'd have to make a beat and then forget about it. Cause if I made a beat and tried to write to it instantly, I'd still be in producer mindset. Um, you know, like, oh, maybe tweak this, tweak that. And I just couldn't focus on like what I needed to say from it. But if I made the beat and I got to a point where I was like, yeah, this is good. I love it. Now let's forget about it. (laughs) Just tuck it away in the look, look it up later file. Um, and then when I would go back to those files, um, later on, I would have this completely blank, fresh feeling towards it and be like, Ooh, this is, this is inspiring me to do or say this. Um, or this is taking me down this avenue. Or this is this is something that uh, that I'm like, oh, fuck, like, ooh, that's crazy. I was dead on with that shit. Um, but it always took me that little bit of time to to get comfortable with it. So I'm taking that same approach to this. You know, just get the shit out, blot it on the plate on the page. Don't look back at it. Uh, um, just get it out. It's almost like free writing, get out of your brain and then boom, you got it out. And, uh, you know, I just, I'm going to kind of forget about it until, um, it's time to go back in and read those. Um, and then I guess we'll see, we'll see what comes about from that. Um, I think it's going to be helpful, you know, f- especially for someone like me, my mind's in a thousand places at once. And, um, as much as I want to focus on, on that, I can't all the time. Um, and you know, if you're listening, I'm sure you have that issue too, where it's like, oh, there's just so much you got to pay attention to and, uh, be aware of. And, um, it just kind of, you know, takes over, especially in this day and age, it's just 50,000 things happening all at once. And, uh, it's not, it's not, it's not easy to, um, it, mental health isn't easy, I always think about, like, oh, it would have been easier 100, 200 years ago um, to to feel okay. Because there's just, like, less stuff, right? But then I th- also think, like, if I was an alcoholic 200 years ago, I'd probably be freaking dead. They would have said I was cursed, a demon, casted me out like a leper. <laughs> um, So... That's probably that wouldn't have been good, <laughs> definitely not. Um, but truth be told, there was a lot less going on um, you know, as far as uh input and stimulation, I'm sure there was tons of stuff you had to get you know take care of yourself, like um getting water and getting food and um, making sure you don't have an infection in your toes. I don't know why I picked that, but like today, uh, last night when I was making my bed, I gave myself a little scratch here. That could kill me 200 years ago. Right. Um, I'm getting a little off topic with that, but I guess the point is right. There's just was less things there, um, to get in the way. So now, I mean, you can't, you can't just escape the world. Um, I mean, I guess you could, but have, I don't have the means or resources to do that. Plus, I don't do well in isolation, so that would not be good. Um, so I got to figure out a way. How to, how can I keep myself in this, you know, this mind state? I got to check in with myself. I got to uh, make sure I go kind of above and beyond right now because I don't know where the threshold, where that threshold is or what I need to do to be sane and okay and happy and healthy. Um Kind of on a regular basis. Um, I don't know what that threshold is, so I gotta push it. It's like a pendulum. You gotta push it as far as it can go, um, and then you could, see, you know, once it swings back the other way, you'll you'll see how far it goes, and you kind of have to, you know, find that balance. Um, so you kind of are are ticking away nicely, um, and not really getting too caught up with any particular thing. Um, <laughs> So yeah, um, that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. Um, kind of nervous about this, uh, you know, the job, um, actually my first day will be when this episode drops. Um, so, you know, uh, wish me luck, send me your prayers and thoughts. Um, just kidding. You don't have to do that. But, um, you know, it's just, I, be in person. Um, and I, that's something that I've kind of been longing for just been missing people and being around people. Um, I had a lot of fun when I was working in the office before, um, there was about a six month period, uh, before COVID happened that I was sober and working in the office and I still have fun. Um, you know, it was, it was great. And then after all this time, kind of on uh, during this pandemic, it's it's been not not necessarily tough all the time, but more recently it has been um, just kind of isolating. Um, don't really get to don't really get to interact with anybody, um, especially kind of you know I'm in a new city. Um, new, been here for almost three years, but, you know, two of those years have been working remotely, um, with one of those years where everything was shut down. So you really weren't even allowed to socialize. Um, and so it's kind of like a, you know, uh, homecoming, maybe, I guess, homecoming party for me, um, of me finally getting back out into the world. So. Um, nervous, but excited. Um, um, and not really worried about, you know, possible triggers or, uh, relapsing at all. I'm, I'm, I'm strong. Um, that's not going to be an issue. I'm not going to get peer pressured. In fact, when somebody, somebody gets, um, when they get more pushy, so do I. So, Um, peer pressure does not work on me. In fact, does exactly the opposite. If you wanted me to do something, you just sprinkle it in there, walk away, and then it'll poison my brain and you'll have me just kidding. Um, (laughs) but no, seriously, um, I don't think I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be messed up, um, as far as trigger wise, um. As far as that goes, really, ultimately, I'm just m- m- working through my um, addiction medicine classes, um, which is three days a week. Um, right now, they're all virtual. I'm going to try to make a Monday in-person meeting. We'll have to see if, I, if that's even possible for me um, at this point um, with my work schedule. I don't know, um, but I'm going to have to make time. Like I said earlier, there's not really anything that's a valid excuse at this point um, because it's just an excuse. Like, you know, do I want to get help and and support and have a community of people who are kind of in the same position as me? Um, Yes, I do. So I'm going to have to figure something out. Um, And my counselors are like super supportive. They... I'm really upfront with them and honest about everything so um I think that they i think that they are willing to work with me a little bit on that too because i you know i want to get better i want to be healthier um and they want me to be healthier as well so i think uh I think everything's kind of fallen into place um a counselor the other day uh i guess last week. She said something that was... (laughs) At first, I was like, uh, okay. But she said, uh, so this whole relapse thing kind of worked out for you. And, um, yeah, um, I guess in a way it did. Um, What she was getting at was when these large... (laughs) High impact situations, large impact situations, kind of happen to you in your life. You you have to sit back and look at it, and you have to sit back and look at okay. You know, obviously, something I was something that I was doing wasn't working. Um, and you know, you kind of wriggle and fight and work your way through until you get to a situation that you're comfortable moving forward with, um, and kind of, uh, you know, you you just kind of maneuver yourself into a a little bit of a better world. And I feel like that's what I did. Um, and I didn't really realize it until she kind of said that, which, um, was funny because I was like, Oh, that's an interesting thing for an addiction counselor to say, Hey, good job relapsing. You relapsed correctly. (laughs) <laughs> and I guess I did. Um because it ended up working out, um I got this new new spot and new situation starting and so um anyways, um Yeah, I don't know. I think this is uh probably a good place for for me to end it. Um the podcast episode. Nothing else. Sorry, that's a really bad joke. I'm not going to edit that out. Um, But, yeah, I think this is a good spot for me to end it. Um, I appreciate anyone that's made it this far um, in my little venting session today. Um, This helps me, even if no one's listening, um, which I know there's some people listening, and I appreciate each and every one of you. Some of you have reached out to me on um, social media and whatnot, and have expressed, um, you know, some really positive feedback to me. And thank you. I appreciate you just listening. The feedback is amazing. Um, to hear like, you know, those, these stories from <clears throat> people that I, uh, you know, people that I even know, but don't really know super deeply. Um, it's cool to hear these, these things from, from those people. Cause it's like, oh, you and I are like, um, you know, we have so, we have something that is maybe some other people wouldn't be able to connect on, and and so you know that's really what life is about, is cherishing those little moments. So um, thank you to everybody who has been tuning in, um, and um, yeah, look forward to uh, seeing you guys next week. Peace.